Welcome, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, genders of all ages, to Thunderdome Metal Reviews, your church of heavy metal. I am the Reverend Dangerously, and with me is Tracy Newport. How you doing, Tracy? I'm doing good today, man. I'm doing good. Good. Because with all your designs and your dislikes, no sub to find, no absolutes for you to choose. On the 11th studio album from Prong, X No Absolutes, released on February 5th of 2016. This bad boy has a runtime of 44 minutes and 11 seconds. The lineup of the album is a three-piece at the time of recording. Arturo Art Cruz on drums, Jason Christopher on bass, Tommy Victor on vocals and guitars. They did have a couple of other guitars come in and lay down some leads. Dane Markinson laid the lead for Cut and Dry, whereas John Brown came in and laid down the lead for Soul Sickness. And this is our second prong album. Although there is quite a um, sound shift, yeah, yeah, I would say, from their fourth studio album that we did prove you wrong back from 1991. So, you know. Gosh, twenty-five years in between the two albums. Yeah, there's a bit of a bit of yeah. a difference in them. Yeah, and man. I just going to say, I feel like they production-wise, I would say they grew, and I even say almost to a sound they grew, like are matured. I think would be a way to say it, kind of like how Metallica matured from Kill 'Em All to oh, what was our last album, Hardwired to Self Destruct. Yeah, you know. Um, and Tommy Victor, man, he has um, learned how to sing in between. Not that he couldn't sing on um, the other album we just did, but his voice, he does a lot more with it. He's picked up a lot of t- tricks and techniques along the way over that 25 years. Yeah, I will definitely agree with that. And like the previous album we did, he had much more of that northeast hardcore kind of style vocals that went with it yeah this one's it's much more singing it's there's a little bit of thrash on this album yeah and i remember earlier this week i was just kind of looking at like i came across a loudwire top 100 thrash albums of all time top 50 thrash albums all time and i actually had a prong album on there that was like number like 10 or 11 something like that I was like prompted did a thrash album and it's like yeah like around this time they decided to go take a much more thrash kind of like twist style behind them yeah i think it was rude awakening maybe i don't know what to be honest um uh, the album after um prove you wrong the cleansing from 94 or cleansing is the one we did I don't know why I kept thinking it was Prove You Wrong. Um, anyway, Rude Awakening, so the one from 96. After that one, I kind of quit listening to them. Not that I thought that was necessarily a bad album. I honestly don't remember it. I just know I checked out, despite the fact, really liking some of the songs on the cleansing. Because if you can remember when we did that, man, Snap Your Finger, Snap Your Neck, and Pick Up the Broken Pieces, I said were great fucking songs. And I still feel that way. But that was kind of a New York interpretation of Southern metal. 
this is its own thing. This feels much more, I hate to say natural, but, you know, it, it is not, it is much more seamless in the way the parts go together than that was. I'll agree. It kind of seems more like they're writing to them as opposed to writing what's hot at the moment. Yeah, and I don't want to go quite that far because I, I do think that's probably what they were listening to and what they were doing. I just think that, um, to your point, they matured in the last 25 years. I mean, for fuck's sake, yeah, for a lot of that, you know, for 16 years, Tommy Victor was touring with Danzig. Yeah. Uh, so I just think that that opened up his, Hey, I mean, it got him a, a hell of a lot more practice playing his guitar. So the musicianship is a little bit better, um, because not only was he doing prong, he was doing another band too. So therefore playing his guitar a whole lot more, yeah. but I just think, you know, it, it really just expanded the musical palette beyond the punk and sludge that that encompassed the first album yeah agreed and this <clears throat> this album definitely has that much broader palette than an introduction and like he like just him touring more playing other styles and being like i guess near other bands like and his opportunities that were opened up to him throughout that time you could definitely tell that he's grown as a songwriter singer guitarist and even, like, I know you were super, like, snap your fingers, snap your neck, kind of, or, like, super catchy. But I feel like even in here, he still keeps some of that also catchiness in some of his rhymes from songwriting with uh, Ultimate Authorities, No Absolutes, Cut and Dry. Like, he still kind of keeps that in his style writing as well. Yeah, I don't think either any of the songs on this rise to snap your fingers, snap your neck. But overall, the track-to-track -track quality is much better than it was. Yeah, I would definitely agree with this. I mean, I, I think a couple of episodes ago, I don't remember, or maybe it was offline, we're talking about it and kind of like different, like compared to the cleansing. And like, I was much more happier with the takeaway on this album than I was the last one. And like, I'm not going to lie, coming like, okay, we're doing prong. Kind of expecting to knew how I felt with them, but the cleansing, I wasn't quite like, mm, I don't know if I'm really. Uh, I was kind of leery of listening to it. And this, I was like, I'm always to it, but I was like, I I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it as much. And I was greatly surprised to enjoy it as much as I have. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a, uh, I don't know what, I think his growth as a singer and songwriter and musician has really came through and has helped him, in my opinion, a good bit. Because there were more songs I found myself going, okay, I'm I enjoying this as opposed to their previous album that we've done. Same. Um, really, I mean, I, I just um, I found this to be a very pleasant surprise. Yeah, and I do have to mention their album covers. This uh, it's pretty interesting. With all yeah, like, I could describe it. Oh, it's uh. The one I'm showing, it's showing on Spotify. It's like in the top left corner. It's all kind of like some kind of war and aspect of war in the mm -hmm. X with the, it looks like a, a bomb is blown up in the background. And then you've got their prong and no absolutes there on top of it. It's, it's yeah. not quite nail bomb level, 
atrocity of war level, but it's reaching for it. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they were trying to say with that album cover, because um, I didn't Google it or anything. But it is an interesting album cover. It's eye-catching in the least, which is kind of what you want your album cover to be. Yeah, and it's going to be like, oh, what about this one? Uh, yeah. I d- just looking at album cover, all I did expect to be heavier. But, I mean, this is... That's an interesting thing um, that you just said, and expected it to be heavier. Well... Because, and I, granted, I didn't see the album cover. I mean, I probably did when I pulled it up to listen to it. I just didn't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was expecting a different sound, which is kind of the same thing, expecting it to be heavier. And I wonder if people who were, like, really into prongs, and granted, they have, they've had albums between the two. You know, mm-hmm. this is their 11th, that was their fourth, so seven albums. And I haven't listened to those seven albums, so I can't say if this was an incremental change or if this was a sudden change. But I wonder, because of the comp to that we said to Metallica, at least I think we said Metallica earlier in this review, if not uh, in the maturing of the sound and everything, I wonder what people who were super-duper fans of Prong in the early days think of this album. I wonder if they like this aspect because i actually found it very refreshing i mean if this had been like the cleansing two and had the same quality of songs i would have been happy too but just how fresh this sounded not being a prong super fan i could enjoy that whereas i wonder if this was a band that i cared more about if i would have liked the stylistic shift yeah yeah, agreed. And it kind of makes me wonder if they're similar to, in the sense, like Machine Head, who have gone through like these multiple sound changes throughout their career. And hearing Cleansing and No Absolutes, I look behind the curtain. I think we have another prong album coming up later in the year that we're going to be reviewing. And I don't know exactly where it falls in between or if it's outside of the time frame of these two. Do we? Uh, yeah, we've got a. Yeah, we have three. I know we do. Where the fuck is it at? I could have swore we came up, but we had three prong albums on here. Nope, I guess there's two. I thought we had pulled a three. Oh, well. I think there's three on the, the random list, then. There probably there's another... three on the random list. <laughs> but this is a... Uh, yeah, like, just like an example, of, like, it seems like the, the broader influence, like, do nothing. It kind of reminds me... Like, there's even some harmonic elements in these that are coming in that I don't think were in the other album. Like, these, it feels like he's kind of, maybe he's a part of it. He's loosened the reins a little bit in the songwriting process. And I wonder if that's part of it as well. And kind of letting more band members take a role in them. I don't know exactly how the breakdown of writing credits go on this, so. Yeah, I'm unsure of that myself. Um, I don't know. I, I almost feel that it's just because Aside from having Prong, and he's the only original member, Tommy Victor is the only original member, but he, in addition to touring with Danzig, he also uh, spent some time in ministry and um, tapworm. So I just think that he, because he was a good enough guitarist to be brought in to, to work and tour with these other bands and be on their albums and stuff, that he just got exposed to some more things. So it opened up his, his writing. 
Yeah, agreed. I'm trying to find their Wikipedia page to kind of see how the writing split on it, but it's not showing anything up. But it looks like they went on hiatus for about five years in the mid-2000s there. Yeah, well, that was probably when he was touring with both uh, Ministry and Danzig. Yeah. But, I mean, this is a nice... I'd say it's a nice old album that people... I don't... I think it was... A, I'm trying to think of... Say it without getting into where I'd be saying for great. But, I mean, this is... I don't think anybody should be... It's better than the Blower Plate, like, radio metal. Like, I can see some songs from this album being on the radio as well, which is interesting like i'm i wouldn't be surprised if some of this album does end up on rotation on terrestrial radio yeah maybe i don't know and i've never heard of it yeah you know milwaukee by night yo um i'm not sure because i don't listen to terrestrial radio yeah but i, I would be surprised because i mean i could see ultimate authority sense of ease you know Several songs in here easily being within their rotation and stuff. So I think this is that. I don't think it's quite like so. It's definitely broader genre than their cleansing was for us. Like I think it appeals to a much more broader base. Yeah. Agreed. And I don't. And agreed. I didn't. I don't think that. I don't know how their hardcore fans feel about it. I wonder. I don't. I don't know if they quite had the same reaction that they did when Metallica took a much more mass appeal. So Well, no, of course not, but because they're nowhere near as big of a band, but to have stuck around even with the hiatus for as long as they did, they definitely did have fans. So, I, you know, I do kind of wonder, because sometimes there, there were people who were mad at Metallica just for coming mainstream. Yeah. And I don't know that Prong ever was mainstream but there probably are some people who are mad about the shift in sound just because it is more accessible and allowing more people into the tent some people get butthurt about that kind of thing yeah one thing don't do don't change your sound on metal fans because to them it's their own it's precious that's true that's true <sighs> so uh what were some songs that stuck out to you on this one so without words no absolutes belief system so sickness and spider hindrances um there's not a song on here that i think is a bad song um so I, I, there were parts of all of them i liked they do a good job in the pacing of the the album the way that it's laid out and that i think ultimate authority and universal law are a good opening and closing track even though universal law is a um instrumental so, yeah, man. Um, I just Universal, Universal Law? Mm-hmm. It's not on Spotify. No? Okay. So their last one on Spotify is with Dignity. Dignity. No Dignity? No. Um, well, I think that's a good track, too. So I, I think yeah. that fits as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I really enjoyed the opener. Like, I think it's a good one-two with Ultimate Authority, Sense of Ease. Cut Drive's pretty good, and their album title. Still, no Absolutes is very solid. Soul Sickness. Like, and I agree, there's not a bad track on this album. It's 
really uh, fairly enjoyable, and I think most people like. <clears throat> I'm trying to. Let's get into grades, and I'll can say what I was going to say. Yeah, dude, go ahead, grade it. I'm, I'm gonna give it a B plus. I think that's mm, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a B plus. I think I enjoyed this more than and Oceans we did, and I. It's just. There's just something about it. It's just toe-tapping. And <clears throat> I don't know quite know if I'd spend money on this album and listen to it, but I don't think for people who... Because, one, I don't buy music. But for fans who do like to have hard copies, I don't think that they would be wasting their money on this. I don't know if you'd buy this one, which you can let us know if you when you get to your grading on it. But I think it's a fairly solid album that it was good to listen to, and I don't feel like... I don't think anybody's supposed to waste of time, and I think it's a, just a it's a good album to listen to. Like it's a solid album with several good songs on it, with a couple that stick out more than others. Uh, yes, exactly. I would give it a B plus as well for pretty much exactly the same reasons. I think that this would be a great album, at the, especially at the runtime, to put on and drive to. Um, yeah, it is. Like it's. Well, I don't think this is good. You saying that, it reminds me, this is kind of like worship music brings a good like analogy to it for me because worship music was always the album if I'm going on a long drive, I'd put on my play a couple times through and always be like, this was a good driving album. Like I feel like this album's in near comparison to it, but I think worship music is a little bit better. Um, I'd have to think about that one. My initial thought was that I think worship music is a better album too, but Worship Music is a really good album, so this being in that same vein is a compliment. Um, but yeah, man, um, B+, plus. would I buy a copy of it? I might not, just simply because of the fact that I still have the thing where if I have a CD by somebody, I kind of want to have their complete discography, and I don't know <laughs> that I want Prong's complete discography. It's like, here's 14 albums. He's like, thanks. <laughs> You just cost me $250, dude. <laughs> right. Um, with that said, I think this album, of course, with the B+, because really, to me, the cutoff for buying an album is the C+, B-, range. Uh-huh. Um, as to whether I think I, I, I would, as to whether the album itself is quality enough for me to buy it. Um, so this is definitely a, a good quality album that owning a physical copy of would not hurt my feelings. It's just, I know my personality and my collector tendencies and what I then want to get prong albums that I don't like just to have the prong discography. Yeah. Good point. But you wouldn't feel bad about spending $14 on it. No, man. I, <laughs> I think that um, if, if this was $14 on Amazon, like when we looked at the and oceans album, I think, you know, I wouldn't, that's the standard cost of a CD, and I, I okay. Would I rather pay ten bucks for it? Of course, but I would be, I wouldn't be like uh, fourteen dollars is too much for this album. Yeah, yep, agreed. All right, man. What are we doing next time? Next time we were doing. It was originally my number one pick for 2018, but it since has fallen a few stats. I still. And it's going to be the 2018 album by Isan in Amir. All right. We'll have to check that shit out. We will. Cool. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, give us, if, if you 
if you were a Super Prong fan who was disappointed with this, let us know. And But if you haven't listened to Prong in a long time, check this out, because I think you might like it. Agreed. On Thunderdome Metal Reviews. Oh.